Greetings, Meatbag. This is the Morning Donut Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Morning Donut Podcast, where we talk all things tech and nerd pop culture. My name is Carlos. With me is always my co-host, Danny and Juan. How's it going? Hey, good afternoon. What's How up? are you? Doing pretty good. How are you guys today? Good. Doing well, thank you. Nice weather today? Nice weather today. Compared to what was it, Thursday? Holiday weekend? Yeah. Good oh. weather for it, I think. Yeah. Not too hot or anything. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, because Thursday was what, rainy and cold? It was rain. Yeah, I turned the heater back on yesterday. Yeah. It's like <laughs> someone turned summer off. Yeah. Jeez. It's crazy. Last week I was scrambling to get the air conditioner on, and now this yeah, week and, and I literally had to turn the heater back. <laughs> I'm like, it's cold in here. <laughs> so I don't know where you guys are at, where you're listening, but our weather's weird here. Yeah, yeah usually April and May are weird months yeah. in Chicago. For yeah, sometimes weather. we get snow in May, just randomly. Why yeah. not? And yeah. then 80 degree weather the next day, and it all melts. Ugh. Sometimes in the same day. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's going on this week? Um, crypto talk, I guess. Again, she's like. Well, maybe one day we'll have a week where we don't talk about crypto. Maybe, maybe one week. <laughs> maybe. Or we can just choose not to do it, but that's fine. <laughs> uh, we got some movie news this week, which is cool. And um, we got a, a, a spoiler-free review of Cruella because uh, I'm sure a lot of you guys haven't seen it yet. But you know what? Uh, we're going to talk about it anyway, just uh, not in a spoilery kind of way. So you can go watch it and let us know what you think. Uh, and, of course, our usual weekly recommendations. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Timestamps in the show notes. Feel free to. All right. What's going on with crypto this week? It was kind of a, a slow of, week. Yeah, which it was is, kind of a slow week. Which is a blessing because I'm kind of tired of talking about it, to be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's, <laughs> I'm just kind of tired of it. I think it hit, hit its peak. Yeah, for now. You can it's, say. There's not, yeah. it's not, it's not, I don't think it's hit a peak of anything. Personally, I just think that it's, you know, there's nothing going on at the moment aside from right. that it's down. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Well, it. Yeah. It's like, it's not down, but it's just like hovering. It's not going sideways pretty much. Is sure. What it's, no one's tweeting about it. To, to Yeah. Yeah. Which is good. Maybe you get some fatigue from that. But, but what if you woke up and you had seven, I did wake up. How did uh, it? <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Got it. Go ahead. Sorry. So what if you woke up and you looked in your crypto wall and you had 700 Bitcoins? That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. I'd be happy with that. How much is that? Yeah. As of right now, I don't know. Hey, Siri, what's 700 times 35,000? I'll take 24,500,000. Okay. And that's at the current rate. Yeah, that's what, that is the current rate. It might go back up. It might go back down. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Either way, it's 20, it's, it's 20 plus mil. What, anyway, go ahead. So BlockFi, it's a, it's a lending and borrowing platform where you can go and buy crypto. You can uh, like Coinbase. Like uh, Binance, or yeah, how is it? Or let's start with how is it different? Because I don't know anything about you this. Can, you can actually borrow money to buy crypto from whom? From them. Oh, so wow. you're prim- pretty much like on a margin. Okay, you know what margin is? Not on really. Stocks, so you borrow money. From, oh yeah, I got you. I got you. I'm with you. Okay. okay. So they have this thing where they, um, if you have your coins on their site or uh-huh. within their wallet or whatever, you you get rewards. So kind of like you get paid interest to have oh. Bitcoin, Ethereum, or okay. whatever. So they had this promo that they were offering people with certain amount of uh, Bitcoin or Ethereum. They were offering them GUSD, which I believe is their their own stable coin. So kind of like your Tether or your oh, Binance coin. Yeah. Some people received payments in Bitcoin rather than G- GUSD. All right. And one person received 700 Bitcoin. Why? Somebody made a mistake. It, it should have been 700. <laughs> it should have been 700. Said it should have been 700 GUSD. Mm. rather than 700 BTC. So they are giving away Bitcoin on purpose, though? Like No, their, their, their promotion is to give you GUSD, which okay. you can turn around to use and buy Bitcoin if you want it. 
Okay. But instead of so it's like giving me you get instead of giving instead of me giving you seven hundred dollars, I gave you seven hundred Bitcoin. Did he get to keep it? So th- from what I've read, this one person withdrew those funds. Yeah, because into he, their own uh, into a different wallet, and in which case, good luck getting that back. Yeah, but they can go. They can probably sue him. No, that's the question. Is like, how do you sue him? And even if they did go after him, if they went after him, they went to the courts, and the courts found him liable or anything. How would they get that money? Because he can have that in a wallet that he gives to somebody else sure yeah i mean it's the point it's decentralized obviously yeah. so it's not like you can go grab it from him yeah or he she they whoever it is yeah and huh. then some other people got like 10 20 bitcoins but a majority <laughs> of the people did like just get even 10 are you even 10 are you yeah. kidding me Heck, just one right <laughs> yeah i'll take one i'll take a single bitcoin <laughs> yeah but I, i'm assuming a majority of the people did return the funds, except for this one person. As of, of this writing right now. What a bunch of fools. <laughs> I wanted to take nothing back. He called he call, call me shady. I don't know, man. That's You sent it to me. That's not yeah. you. I would have yeah. you back 699. But what's funny is that BlockFi didn't acknowledge the this mishap until later on when it started breaking in the news. Because one, one user or one client... Try to report it to them, and they try to accuse him of wrongdoing. So essentially, we we, we didn't we messed up by not signing up for BlockFi and potentially getting free Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah, unbelievable. Always missing the damn no, boat. It's like Danny when he sells his stock and he tells us. Yeah, and then it and then it, it just tan- yeah, and then it starts dipping. Yeah, or starts rising. I mean, after yeah. he sold it, that's the way it goes. Yeah. So yep. okay, so why are they? So what's the reason they're giving you Bitcoin or? G coin or whatever the hell they're supposed to give you in the first place. Because they want place. you to be on their platform, pretty much. So it's a reward. Yeah. So I'm if, think about it though. If if you're putting your coins into their, it's kind of like a bank. Uh huh. So yeah. That's their version of free toaster. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Which makes sense, right? It's cal- like, you get a calendar too. Configure oh, okay. your toaster and calendar. Yeah. Don't forget about that Christmas calendar. Um. So, so you're pretty much putting your coins onto their platform, and what are they doing? They're just probably gaining interest. It's kind of the okay. way I see it, it's kind of like. Just a regular bank. It's just like a normal bank, but you're, yeah. you're using crypto. Because you're getting rewards for... I wonder how this guy there. got 700 in the first place, though. Because, like, that means he would have supposed to have gotten, what, seven, the equivalent of $700? Yeah. Well, yeah, GUSD. Because GUSD is probably... I think that's their, their own stable It's coin. tied to the, the U.S. dollar, dollar right? Yeah. So, okay. So, he would have supposed to have gotten a $700 reward equivalent by getting these G mm-hmm. coins or whatever they're called. But instead, he got seven hundred Bitcoin. Yeah. Man, withdrew it. What a come up! I would have, I would have dumped that immediately. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I mean, like, the, like I said, BlockFi didn't acknowledge it for a few hours. Yeah. So people are like, "Well, how the hell did I get all this Bitcoin?" What sure. Do, what do I, I mean, some honest people are like, "Hey," but like I said, they try to blame that client. Yeah, but your honesty like, goes out the window when it's seven hundred of them, <laughs> and yeah. you're seeing, "Oh, I got twenty four million or whatever it caught in my account." I don't yeah. care how honest you are. That's like, it's mine now. Sorry. Bye. Yeah. But how does that work in a, in a bank where they accidentally deposit? Well, that's traceable. Money. They, bring, yeah, they take it back. Like, oh, that's it right. Back. You're right. Like, give doesn't... me that back. What are you doing? Because yeah. you've heard of people saying, oh, I got I have some money in my account. Because yeah, Chase has done, I've seen Chase, I've seen stories where Chase does that, where they accidentally transfer money to someone yeah. and they just got a ton of money in their account. And they're like, oh, hey, that was a mistake. Yoink. And they just take it back. <laughs> Here, you can't. Whereas Bitcoin, you, you can't. It's crypto. That's yeah. the point. You can't. Gone. It's gone. Unless that person wants to send it back to you. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yep. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know how this will turn out or. So this guy does have, he still has this money. He still has From these coins. I, as of right now. Yes. Good for him. But as far as the legal part of it. So with the bank, I mean, if, what happen, legal part if, is, if Chase gives you money and you take it out once it clears and then Chase discovers it, they can come after you legally they, yeah. to get their money to. 
Yeah. To get yeah. the money back. In this case, I'm assuming they can um, also do the same, but... But how? But he, if he doesn't have the asset... He, well, it's like... That's a, when we talked about it, what, a couple months ago with the guy that had, that was in jail because he had all that... And they were trying to get his Bitcoin, but he's like, I'm not giving it up. Yeah, because you can't. You can't. Yeah. You can't even get into people's phones. You need to give someone a... No. a can, come on, get out of here. <laughs> I mean, and even if they did get into his phone, he still has the passphrase somewhere. But can't they hold yeah. them legally liable, not for the Bitcoin, but for the value of what he owes? Kind of like, you know, it's property, you know. Possibly. Like they, you accidentally stole their car and you totaled it. Now you owe them $35,000 for that car. Yeah. Possibly. I mean, it's... So now they're going to they're gonna owe the value of the coin. Mm-hmm. I guess the, the, the downside is is what can he now do with it? Sure, he can transfer it to another wallet, but what's that going to do for you? If you can't turn it into actual money that you can use and spend. We can sell it, can't Well, they can trace the wallet. Yeah. They can see what wallet he transferred it to. But he can, oh, but then but he, he can then transfer it to another wallet. Then, yeah, from and there, they would just have to trace it as. But then it's like, what's in which the ca- point? In which case, it's untraceable at that point. Catch right. me if you can. Yeah, because yeah. you can just move it for to like three different, just bounce it around to three different. Imagine the fees on that. <laughs> Jeez, damn fees! I don't man. know what the fees are on that, but but yeah, you can just bounce it around to different wallets. But my point is, then what? What can yeah. you do with it? Can you turn that into actual money that you can spend and enjoy? Probably not, because they're going to be after you. Yeah. So that's the other side of it. Is I sure it's untraceable, but what does that mean for you as the person that now yeah. has this? Right? Can you sell it off in little chunks and move it into like a Swiss bank account or something? I mean, I don't know. What can you do? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I, mean, I feel like they can come after you at some point. Because if they sue you and you eventually try to turn that money into actual money, that's when they get the money. Then that go. is now your money that you put somewhere. You essentially, I'm assuming you'd have to put it into like a bank. It's not like you can turn. BTC into cash, you know what I mean? And just like yeah. to have stacks of it in your exactly. mattress or something. Yeah, if you have a judgment against you that you owe us twenty four million, the yeah. minute you have realize anything. that money, it, that's it. What are you gonna what are you gonna do? What are you gonna spend? What are you gonna buy with it? You know what I mean? Like it's just I don't know how that would work. That's like you have to like call up like the criminals, like, what do you guys do? How do I how do I keep this money without them not knowing? <laughs> well, I mean he can I guess you could just not own anything either. What if I send it to you and you cashed it out? Well, yeah, I don't know. That's the same thing. Yeah, no, it's not really because they they can't come after me. But what if I send it to you overseas? Somebody overseas? It doesn't matter where. It could be here. But they still trace it. Yeah, because they could still trace the wallet. They'll trace the wallet to you. You cash it out. You convert it to tether or fiat or whatever. And and now you're in trouble because like Quan's not going to just give you twenty four million just for the hell of it. He might. (laughs) Nice guy. So, I give him a dollar. My fee's even higher. <laughs> He's trying to launder money through me. It's going to cost you, buddy, 50%. 50? Yeah, yeah you should have went for 75. Five, 0%. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fair. See, I'm fair. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the legal ramifications are going to be or how this is going to play out. But I feel like that's more of a headache. Yeah, it I'll is. I'll be like, here, here, take your money. Yeah, honestly, it's, honestly, if you really think about Let it. Let me just keep one for being honest. <laughs> yeah, but cut is like, listen, man, how much can I keep? And you leave me alone. I'll give it back to you because yeah. I think for them it's worth it because yeah. otherwise I can just be a dick and be like, you're never going to see this and neither will I. I'll just do it out of spite and I'll bounce this money around to different wallets just for the hell of it. Or you let me keep three of them and you can have it all. Yeah. Or, you know, keep, even more like them. Give, give me like a million worth. What if you burned them? You can't. How? You send it to a dead wallet. Why would you do that? No, that's what I'm saying though. What if he's just like you said? Oh, just out of spite. It. Yeah. You can just keep transferring over and over and then the fees eventually just dwindle it down <laughs> to zero. Like just transfer it back and forth, back and forth, back and That's forth. That's a lot of transfer. Until there's just nothing left. So that'd be a lot of transfer. Like I'll do it. <laughs> How much of this do you want to keep? <laughs> I would just send it to dead wall. Uh, I mean, like, I mean it, who's gonna use it? Honestly. Yeah, I don't know. I'd just be send it to dead wallet. Or until the 
plummets, right? To 10 yeah. million. Yeah. 10,000. <laughs> I'd cut, I'd cut, I'd try to cut a deal. I wouldn't want to deal with it though, but yeah. taking it, honestly, it sounds like, be a, it like sounds like an absolute nightmare. Because again, what value is it to you if you can't do anything with it? But I mean, if you think about it, though, and that's why that's why I posed the question: like, what would happen? What would happen if you woke up and you saw that? Because I mean, I obviously have a lot of questions. Could, yeah, yeah. Anybody could just send you right Bitcoin. I have to find. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Like, where does this come from? Oh, I don't know. Interesting story, though. What would you do? Let us know, or don't. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever. <laughs> do whatever you want. <laughs> just give us ten percent. Oh man. Okay. Anyway, uh, what else you got? Anything else with crypto this week? Oh, it was a pretty quiet week. On yeah, crypto. it was a pretty quiet week. We'll see. We'll see how it plays out the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. That is interesting story though. Legit. That's. Um, I, I honestly don't know what I would do personally. Like I said, it's initial reaction would be, yeah, this is mine now. But then it's like, okay, now what? <laughs> because like, it's not like I'm gonna go buy a house with it now or something like that. Because they're gonna be like, hey. You just bought a house. I think you owe us that, right? That house is not ours. Yeah. But it's like, that, what are you going to do with it? You can't enjoy it. Yeah. And it's, you know I mean? it's like we've talked about, though, like when we've said that make sure you have the address that you're sending it to right. Yeah. Whenever you're going to transfer. So what if I mistakenly sent, remember those payments I was trying to make for the uh, helium miners? Uh-huh. What if I would have sent it to the wrong address? Right, right. It's like, okay, I can't get it back and somebody else has that money now. It's, yeah. So there's a confusion on it. A lot of confidence. So. Well, honestly, you, you, that that even happens with legit stuff like Venmo. Like if I accidentally Venmo you something that I wasn't supposed to, Venmo will do nothing to for you to give me that money back. Really? They will do nothing. Absolutely nothing. It is between you and I. So in order way I, the only way I get that back is if I go to you and I say, hey, excuse me, Mr. Person, I accidentally sent you $1,000. Can you please send that back to me? It was an accident. You can say, hell no, I'm not sending you anything. Mm-hmm. And there isn't anything that anyone can do about it. And does, how does Venmo work? By no phone way. number? Or? It goes by, well, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. Venmo does that so that they're not held liable for anything. They're not liable for anything. The Venmo, the, I think Cash App is the same way. The minute they, they intervene and try, now now they can be held liable. For, yep. That's why they that's why they don't intervene because they don't they can't they don't want to be liable for anything. Yeah. But even with that, which is just a normal peer to peer payment thing, just like QuickPay or Zelle or whatever. Mm. Um, yeah, with Zelle, I think you could right. You can call yeah, the bank. because it's between banks yeah. directly. Even, technically, Venmo is as well because you have to have your bank linked. To each but it's, to your account, but, but it's not endorsed by the it's bank. It's not. Yeah, it's totally separate. So they they won't do anything for it. They won't they won't intervene. You will never be able to get it back unless that person says, "Okay, I'll send it back to you." So <laughs> Venmo is just just facilitating the transaction. Pretty much. They're yeah. Not, they have nothing not to do with it. They're not. They're not in the middle of it. They're not yeah. assisting so, it. Mm-hmm. But I guess in work. a case like that, you can still take it to like court. But again, it's like yeah, no, it's twenty five dollars. Yeah, hundred bucks or thousand. I mean, I don't know what the limit is on like small claims where it's just yeah. like. And the courts can't make Venmo reverse it, right? No, they can't because they're they're nope. Part of their agreement it's is part of their agreement. Yeah, yeah. Read, they, they would have no legal. We're out of it. Read the TOS, man. They're only yeah. liable if the transaction gets lost on their network. Yeah. Probably. So even something is something that people use every day that's not crypto related. Something like Venmo. Same thing happens if you send mm-hmm. money by mistake. Good luck getting it back. That person better be real nice and understanding. They'll be like, oh, okay, sure, I'll send it back to you. That's almost like giving him in cash and then. And then he just runs, just like literally just runs. Can't catch me. Catch me. <laughs> uh, all right, let's talk about some uh, movie news. We got some uh, a good amount of movie news this week. It's actually pretty cool. Uh, so this is an article from The Hollywood Reporter uh, that is, uh, the, it says that the, the box office that the studios are very optimistic about the summer, but only time will tell, only time will tell quote unquote. What do you think about that? What do you think this, the box office is going to look like this summer with restrictions being lifted and all that good stuff? I think it's going to get populated. Yeah, you think that, you think the oh, yeah. you think the they're gonna go like the theaters? I mean, you think they're gonna go full capacity? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Like yeah. still, like because I saw something that said uh, that AMC would 
is changing their policy where you, if you're vaccinated, you don't have to have no a mask. mask. Yeah. But again, that's still on honor system because there's no way to verify that. Mm -hmm. So it could just be people just flat out lying, which of course you're going to see. That's just always going to happen. Yeah, because you walk in with your mask on, as soon as you sit down, you take it off, right? Exactly right. But um, but yeah. So do you think you'll though you'll see like just 100 everything's yeah. open in terms yeah. of like the seating inside of the auditorium? I think so. I don't know if I'm ready for that personally. I don't want to be like right next to someone. I wonder just if they'll regardless. give the. And I wonder if they'll seats. give options. Right? Huh? Buy two seats. Yeah, you could do that, but I don't want to spend more money. Yeah. I mean, but I guess it would be my choice to do so. Yeah. Like I, I wonder can buy if, the seats and like a bookend. Yeah. See extra seat here, extra seat here. I wonder if they'll give options in the meantime, meaning some some they'll have like some seating where it's maybe some auditoriums that are like this one's only fifty percent or seventy five percent. And this one's full capacity. Could be. Probably be the smaller theaters with the smaller screens. Maybe, yeah. You don't, why would you want to limit And probably your, not your release night, right? And probably, probably not, not release night. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, it's want, interesting if you, for want, sure. if you want to go watch Tenet now, you can probably get it. In yeah. There. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it, it's probably going to be uh, pretty big, and we are yeah. we're already seeing that. So, uh, a Quiet Place Two, which came out this weekend, right? Yes. Yeah. So it's this current weekend that we're in right now is uh, projecting sixty million dollar opening weekend. That's like pre-COVID numbers. Yeah. That's yeah. like normal. Like this is opening weekend numbers. <laughs> now, granted, Quiet Place Two is probably more popular because the quiet place one was really mm -hmm. successful so if covid wasn't around this probably would have had a you know over 100 million dollar opening weekend i i would say but 60 million and again it is a four-day weekend because of the holiday and all that stuff so yeah what do you think about that i think that was, I, I was pretty impressed by that number yeah Just, that's a good number yeah that is i mean because i'm trying to find like what our normal memorial weekend well let's numbers. see let's see what quiet place one did how about that okay I'm going to head over to old good old box office mojo. But it, that's going to be hard to compare, right? Because Quiet Place, it's one of those movies that it becomes big after. Correct. It's, it's not, it's not a, you know. Because A Quiet Place was one of those movies that was kind of a word of mouth thing. They're right. like, yo, you have to go see this movie. It was really, really good, which accurate it really was. Right. And Quiet Place 2 is now off of the, the hype of Quiet Place 1. So Quiet Place 1, which to your point, was... Uh, a more of a word of mouth type of thing opening <clears throat> domestic opening weekend 50 million so that means that quiet place 2 even with covid is op is opening higher and that's all time for memorial day weekend that's number 18 really that's yeah. not bad the fact that no. it made a top 20 list yeah. what what big <laughs> title has launched pirates of the caribbean okay, that those, was those 114 huge. million 114 those okay. were always huge yeah yeah um quiet place 1 made uh, 188 million total domestically, 340 million worldwide for the first one. So pretty good. I mean, yeah. again, that's, I think mm -hmm. this is going to even make more. Um, they don't have international numbers for this as of right now, but I can imagine that that's probably even higher this past, this coming weekend uh, when you get the international stuff in there as well. Yeah, because today's a Sunday and you still have Monday left. Sure, yeah. Box because it's still they count those, they count the Monday numbers. Exactly, because it's because well. anytime it's a holiday weekend, they count the whole Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Sunday night's gonna be a huge night, I guess, right? Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, but that's pretty big, man. I was really impressed with uh, with those numbers, um, all things considered. Uh, and that's not the only one too. So we also got Cruella, which we're going to talk about in this episode. Mm -hmm. Because that also released in the theaters, and that is projecting about thirty million for this weekend, which again, also pretty good. And I think that number is probably a bit lower because number one, I don't think there was there wasn't as much marketing behind it. Mm -mm. Number one, number two, it is more of a family film, even though we will get into the fact that it's kind of not. Um, and three, you also have the option of seeing it at home on Disney Plus yeah. through premium through Premier Access. 
So that would also impact those numbers. But I think that's also still pretty good, all things considered, right? Yeah. Pretty awesome. But do you think like us saying that the numbers are going to be a lot higher this summer, <clears throat> like with HBO Max, because they're still releasing their stuff on both HBO Max and theaters, right? I believe so. Yeah. I don't think that's, I don't yeah, think that, yeah, so I don't that think that strategy's changed at all. That's to, so I wonder how much with that that cuts into the profits because Corel is what thirty dollars on Premiere Access. Yeah, thirty bucks per thirty bucks a it, pop. You say average a family of four watching it. You save a ton, yeah, because a family of four is going to cost you. I would say let's do the let's say the average ticket price is twelve bucks, just average. Because yeah. sometimes it's more or less. Sometimes you can go and it's like eight dollars. Sometimes it's fifteen, like depending on just where you live, right? Yeah. So say it's an average of twelve bucks. You know, family of four, you're looking at almost fifty dollars for just the just to get your foot in the door. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you're going to spend money on other things, your popcorn and your whatever else. Um, so you're going to spend probably minimum, I would say conservatively, 70 bucks. That's a $70 evening, mm-hmm. give or take. How much do you normally spend when you take? Because you're a perfect example, Danny. You have a, a family of four total. When you guys go to the movies, what oh, do you, what do you drop? About that price. At 70, least, right? Yeah. 70, 100 bucks. Yeah. Easy. All right, that's not even including that you probably went to dinner before or after the movie. Yep. So, you know, so that's also <laughs> going to cost you. So that's an expensive outing versus... You do it at home. It's thirty bucks. Maybe you get some food delivered. You, you it's just a cheaper evening all in, right, for your yep. whole family. So, yep. yeah, I think that, I think the premiere access thing is uh is interesting. You know, the only thing is obviously you're losing out on the movie experience, big screen, and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But some people are okay with that. Yeah, because the next big big movie will be what Black Widow. I would like I think I think type? that's going to be the biggest blockbuster be. one because Dune isn't until August. I think it's later in the year. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Black Widow, that's going to be the next one. And that's already, you know, it's in July. So it's still, it's still a little bit over a month away. But yeah, it's coming up. You're going to go see that one in person? I, th- I think so. That might be the first movie I go see in the theater. You, Juan? Yeah. Should we get like a whole roll? We just <laughs> yeah, we just get our own, our own little <clears throat> private screening. We could do the whole little private screening room at AMC. Yeah. So if anybody, we sit next <laughs> to anybody and they start sneezing or coughing, then it's. Yeah. But just in general, that's gross. Get away <laughs> yeah, from me, dude. I know, right? Just like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, even just pre-COVID, if someone sneezed next to you, be like, "Oh, what the fuck's wrong with you?" Psycho. Yeah, because so Fourth of July is on a Sunday, okay, this year, and there's no real big movie right. slated. The, the the Boss Baby Family Business is oh, coming out. Snap. <laughs> oh, because then Monday's a holiday. Then yeah, at that point. And, then, and then the Forever Purge, the Forever um, Purge. Hopefully, that's the last one. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Did they already have one called The Last Purge or am I just making well, that up? Wasn't there one mind? with Chris Rock? Isn't he like in a, a, a spinoff of the Saw movies or something? I don't know. Yeah. So then July 9th is Black Widow. Well, he was in, he was in, Chris Rock was in the Saw movies, wasn't was he? he? Yeah, I think he was like in the fourth one or third one. I lost track after the first one. Chris Rock. The Purge. I mean, Saw. Saw. Let's see here. Uh, oh, no, no, no. He's in the new one. It's called Spiral. Yeah. Saw 2021 movie trailer. Chris Rock is in it. Okay. Okay, so this is okay. I'll check that out. I like the Saw franchise. I know they got a little little dumb at the end there, but uh, yeah. So he's in a, a a Saw. I'm assuming it's I don't know if it's a spinoff or a later sequel. I haven't looked into the trailer or anything, but there's a trailer for it, yeah. and it's called Spiral. Okay, cool. Didn't realize that that was coming. That was the thing that makes me excited. Actually, <laughs> I like the Saw movies. <laughs> they're actually pretty good, especially the first three. The first three are great. Yeah, the rest of them after that are a little. Well, what's going on here? Yeah, it's, like, <laughs> it's like the um. Was it Final Destination movies? Oh man, yeah. those got real bad real quick. <laughs> yeah, I think even, even, even after the the first, even the second one's like, okay, yeah, that's enough. Well. <laughs> they made like six of those. <laughs> Jeez, people kept going to see them. As long as they make money, right? Oh yeah, man. Uh, all right, so uh, moving on to uh, more 
like release stuff. This is cool right here. So the conjuring is, so we have this, the new conjuring movie talking about HBO max. This is coming out on HBO max and in theaters, mm -hmm. the, the devil made me do it, which is the, the third conjuring movie, uh, which if you haven't seen these movies are freaking great. Go watch them. They're all on HBO max. The first one, the second one, um, one of the Annabelle movies is really good. The, the other one is not, I think the first Annabelle movie, it was just okay. Annabelle creation, which was the prequel of, which is that one's really good. And then the nun was just kind of okay as well. Not bad, but that whole universe is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so what they're doing here is they're bringing uh, the, to life, the devil woods premiere with special guest, Billie Eilish for some reason. So let me tell you what this thing is. So it's held at the Franklin Canyon park in Beverly Hills. And it's a very small event. They're calling it an intimate event dubbed the devil's woods experience featuring a screening among the trees or literally like outside in the woods. Perfect oh, wow. setting for this, for this movie. <laughs> That's gonna freak <laughs> sounds, people sounds out. awful. Oh, in a good way. I mean, uh, featuring a screening among the trees and the devil's wood and the devil's woods tour where flashlight equipped guests were led through movie inspired scenes featuring priests and the possessed. Chainsaws, huh? tombstones, and supernatural were also part of the tour, running alongside a more traditional but horror-tinged premiere. So it's like a movie premiere. Yeah. That there's, it literally looks like a drive-in, but you're outside, and then it's like a, a haunted forest type experience Damn. to go along with it. Would you do this? No. What a group of friends. I would do it immediately. <laughs> this is right up my alley. This is fantastic. <laughs> I'm so upset that it's not here. Where, where are they doing in Hollywood? And, and I, this is in, in Beverly Hills. Yeah. It's uh, it's at Franklin Canyon Park in Beverly Hills. Okay. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So, and they had Billie Eilish among, uh, among the stars as well as the director. Um, so I, I don't know if they, if she like performed or she was just there. I don't know what, what that's about, but um, this is cool. I like this. <laughs> I like stuff like this. Yeah. That's, that's a good movie experience. I think so. Oh. Sit outside and you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it look, and I, they show a picture here. Everyone's wearing um, these little conjuring like robes, I guess, because yeah. outside. I guess they like keep people warm. It looks pretty cool. <laughs> so I don't know, man. I would do it. Like sign me up right now. I remember we did the drive, the drive-in. Yeah, I remember we did that uh, last year. Yeah, the drive-in haunted house thing. Yeah. For this past Halloween, that was fun. It just people just like jumping on your car with like blood mm. all over their hands, and it was pretty fun. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I like stuff like that. But you won't play Resident Evil in the dark. I I did though. <laughs> I did. I you know it was hard. <laughs> but I did it. You got through it. Yeah, I was by myself too. So you know. If I had some someone here to hang out with me, that would have been nice. But <laughs> some of that was terrifying, man. There's one part, there's a single part in that game where it's it's a lot. Yeah. Like from a horror element, I'm like, whoa, this is this is a lot. <laughs> I'm gonna play this in a daytime. <laughs> yeah, it's funny watching some of the clips from Twitch from people. Have playing. you seen people play? Yeah. yeah, it's there's some parts of it are just like, woo, you're really going for the horror here, man. And it's and it's working. Yeah. Let me tell you, because it's all first person. You you got a flashlight, and it's like it's just it it does a really good job of giving you this tunnel effect of you walking through something and it's just, it's really spooky. So good work. I like it. Um, so why didn't, why didn't you think they do anything like that here? Like we, should, we should get something like done. You got a nice load of yard. We could spook it out. Have a little scary movie night. You mean me personally? Yeah. I'm not doing that. <laughs> get out of here. It's a lot of work. <laughs> I don't even like having people over. Wow. That, that's why you only got three chairs now. Yeah. I got three, three chairs only. <laughs> well, the two over here, that's five total. Yeah. And then these, so that's seven. And then those were dance. I can sit a lot of people in here. You know what I mean? Three, just three very comfortably. Everyone else has to sit on just regular chairs. <laughs> That's a sign. You're uncomfortable. You got to leave. Juan's pointing out the fact that I got new couches. And instead of having a single sofa, I have three like movie style chairs, like recliners. So three people max up there. That's it. 
There's like sh- a little mini front row. Do they shake? No. Well, the subs make everything shake. So yeah, my subwoofers shake the entire house. Might be a problem actually. Why? Because <laughs> it's just I don't just know what it's doing house? to the foundation of my house. <laughs> just stuff's like like my doors don't close anymore because everything's loose. I'm surprised nothing's fallen like off the shelves. Uh, something's fallen. Oh yeah. Like the you didn't that, see that little Joker over there? See, he's even turning the wrong way over here on top of the speaker. See, oh little, yeah. Oh yes, yeah. Yes, yes. This is a little Funko Pop. He's fallen a couple of times. And even right now, he's facing the wrong direction. If you, if you notice that, <laughs> yeah, that was just from me playing games last night, and he was like shaking around. So yeah, it shakes. <laughs> I'm actually gonna give you guys a little sound demo before you leave. Okay, cool. absolutely. No, no, no neighbor complaints. No, I mean, I remember at your own place. Oh yeah, I lived in an apartment. Yeah, so I had people above and below me, and they were not happy. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, excuse me, <laughs> my sh- my my. Pictures are falling off my wall. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great, but you're destroying my house. Yeah, that's your problem, buddy. Um, moving on to uh, some more movie news. So Amazon's buying MGM. Yeah, 8.45 billion? Eight, yeah, I think it was like eight and a half billion. Yeah. So yeah, we, we didn't mention that last week when we were talking about uh, Yeah, this is this is somewhat a little bit old now, but we didn't we we forgot to bring it up. Uh what do you think about that? What are they gonna do with it? Well, originally I had thought Amazon would want to buy a movie chain. Because we had talked about by a movie chain yeah like, like what see or Regal, oh yeah to try to get their movies in like their own studio films into theaters quicker and ah without any hassle with the distributors so it'd be more like a distribution yeah. channel for them yeah but okay. yeah this deal is i don't know it's a, it's a big catalog that well maybe gonna, this is their at their channel because now they can make yeah. movies under the mgm under that umbrella under the mgm name yeah. and then put them into the theaters and then immediately have them on amazon on amazon streaming yeah so maybe that's exactly what it is i don't know i mean from a business standpoint you know what sense does it make that's a lot of money and all you're really getting uh in terms of franchises is is obviously you're getting the bond franchise that's the biggest one (laughs) finally yeah maybe we'll finally maybe we'll finally see this this uh this no time to die (laughs) movie that'll finally release this was supposed to come out like two years ago maybe more (laughs) i think at this point uh but what are you getting you're getting no time to die i mean no time to die. you're getting um all of the bond stuff you're getting the all the rocky stuff rocky stuff yeah and which includes like creed and all of those movies as well uh what else do they have that's big they're Le- not legally blonde <laughs> i forgot about legally that's, blonde. that's in there <laughs> but they're not getting wizard of oz or gone with the women yeah, gone with the they're wind. under turner oh so that's a different yeah yeah okay that it's, makes sense it's still mgm but it's um because it, i think mgm just distributed it but they didn't actually produce it yeah, yeah it was a deal with one Turner was part of it or something. Sure, that's sure, yeah. In the '60s, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, like, that's, like all the Turner classic stuff. Yeah, because yep. that's that's under HBO, right? Yeah. Yes, because yeah. now Turner is part of the Time Warner and all that stuff. Yeah. So yeah, um, so yeah. So they're getting and there's they get they get some. Uh, there's a lot of movie stuff in there too. They get like Signs of the Lambs. They get um, Fargo, which is a movie series, and obviously it was a a, a a TV series. Now it was a movie. Um, so they, they're, uh, even The Handmaid's Tale apparently is theirs as well, which is a Hulu yeah. thing. So. They do get some stuff. I, it's going to be interesting too in terms of Handmaid's Tale because that's a Hulu thing. It's it's a Hulu original. So does that mean that the Handmaid's Tale of now gets moved to Amazon Prime after a con- after by some kind of contract? Or- sure, probably. But that's also interesting too that they'll own that. You know, after this this deal is done. Yeah. But yeah, I can't imagine they're buying this just for the catalog. They they must want it for a distribution path. Like okay, now we can put movies under MGM. Like like for example the the one we just saw the what was the one the the Tom Clancy one Danny what's it called No Remorse or No something? Remorse oh, yeah nice. so that that one could have been like a theatrical movie they could have made under MGM and put it in the theaters yeah I mean it's 
I don't know what their plans are for. I mean, it's but they still get a lot of TV shows too, right? Oh yeah, there's 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 definitely a, a good amount of a large, I think it was more TV content that they were getting than actual movies and yeah. stuff like that. And there's a pretty good back catalog, you know, there's stuff like even like something like Tombstone, which is one of my favorite movies ever. Mm-hmm. That's in there. Three Stooges is that MGM? Yeah, I think so. I believe that was. I kind of thought that Tom and Jerry was MGM. But apparently not. <laughs> I guess anything that has the lion that starts off. <laughs> yeah, but that could also just mean they just yeah. distribute it. That doesn't mean it's theirs, right? So yep. I'm not really sure. But um, so I think that the most that they can do in terms of of, of intellectual property is going to be James Bond, Rocky. Um, they can probably turn that stuff into like TV shows and make a series out of something. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. So so then with them getting the Bond franchise, I mean, if it at all finalizes and it gets approved and all that, do you think they? turn the bond franchise into like a tom clancy type of where we get a movie or a series i don't know man because i think that the content for it i think the bond franchise has always been movies right there's never been a show it could be some kind of spinoff from it right it could maybe you won't have a james bond tv show maybe or maybe a show that's about like mi6 or something like that right or universe that's in the bond it's not about bond but it's like right this is about the agency Kind like Agents of Shield for? was to Marvel. Kind of like that, yeah. Like, like they can do a show about MI. It's MI six, right? Or is it MI five? I forgot what agency he works for. But whichever one it is, they can do a show about that agency that's within the realm, mm-hmm. but not about Bond directly, just in that universe. And they probably reference him or sure. something. But you know, they'll, they'll just reference the, you know Agent 007 at some point or whatever. I can see that happening. Yep. So, oh. does that mean our prime's gonna go up? Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. Different plan, or you think it's, uh, it's all rolled in? Here's an interesting. Here's an interesting spin on this too. By the way, um, people are some people are now worried that uh, Bezos will release uh, footage from The Apprentice. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> like apparently, yeah. So apparently that the because The Apprentice was was something under MGM, the the, the TV show, yeah. and that it, it might be something that's potentially uncomfortable for former President Trump. Uh, because they have like all this behind the scenes like outtakes from The Apprentice that's probably not good in, <laughs> in terms of public image. Surprise, surprise. So uh, that's that's interesting that some would even think of that. Like, oh, is, would Bezos do that? Would yeah. they make some kind of like because they're not friends? Yeah, some kind of like documentary about something, and he just releases all of these like horrible things. What are you seeing out there? I don't know. Somebody's... Oh, that's probably that's my Amazon. Oh, thank you, sir. <laughs> On a Sunday, working. Damn. Amazing. Speaking of Bezos. Speaking of, he's delivering. <laughs> Speaking he's of delivering. Amazon, I just got a delivery right now. <laughs> That's how he was able to pay for it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's how he had that $8.5 billion. Right, which is nothing. He could have bought that himself personally. Yeah. <laughs> Not even just Amazon as a company. He's just like, I'll, I'll take care of it. Here's a little check. Yeah. I did, see, I did see that, though. And people are speculating that he's... Yeah. Not, that was one of the reasons he bought it, but that's one of his plans is to... Hey man, that would be uh, again. He, he, he could make he could make a documentary if he wanted to, and just throw it on 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 Prime Streaming. Yeah, and like check this out. This is like you know, I don't know the the Apprentice Confidentials or whatever yeah. you would call. It. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But I think but they, I thought that was an interesting spin. But I think they said too that former president still owns fifty percent of it as well. So it's of like, the show. Yeah. Also, oh, then no, then it would never happen. So you gotta like. There's all kinds of little shit. Yeah. Okay. That would that wouldn't happen then. But that's still an interesting take. That's almost like, hey, that would be. What if they? What if Bezos does this or whatever? But yeah. I didn't even think about that angle. But but yeah. So yeah, we'll see what happens with that. I, I think it's cool for them to have. Uh, for I've I've been happy with Amazon's original content. You think of stuff like The Boys, mm-hmm. 
and um, some some of the like some of the, all the all the Tom Clancy stuff yeah. I think's been really good. The movie and the show, like Jack Ryan, is an awesome show. Um, so I think they've done really good things in terms of their original stuff. So maybe they'll do more with having all this IP now. So do you think? I mean, this is, do you think that this is getting out of hand though, or the government and with their antitrust and all that's going to try to block one of these deals? I don't or know, make, or try to regulate it where. Hey, you don't get everything. You just get a little bit, and it's got to be sold off or broken off. I don't know because MGM is a, is a smaller company. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know. I think that that would have been more likely. Like, say for example, with AT and T buying Time Warner, if that deal was trying to happen today, I think yes. I think something was someone would have stepped in and said, "You can't do this. It's too mm-hmm. big of a deal." Because that was like an eighty eighty five billion dollar deal. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I, it's a good. It's a good point. But I think MGM is small enough that they wouldn't like. Who cares? Yeah, <laughs> they're like fine. All right, whatever. Do what you want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Um, one other bit of movie-related news here is that Netflix is. A, I haven't even. I didn't even bring this up to you guys. This is this is a surprise story. Ooh, ooh, I like surprises. <laughs> Netflix is reportedly hiring executives for expansion into video games. I did see an article about that. Wow. You see this? So apparently, they're yeah. going after. Uh, like people that are that are in the video game industry, like executives, to and trying to recruit them over for some kind of gaming service. Um, I don't know what it is. I don't know if they want to do like actual. What's going on out there? Everyone keeps looking out the window. Danny keeps looking at the Amazon guy. I don't know. No. What is he? What is he <laughs> doing? He, he must have caught his eye. That was a different person. Do I need to go out there? No. I don't okay. Because so. they face the window and I don't, so I don't know what they're looking at. But you both do it all the time, and then I get distracted. Because well, I'm nosy. So I'm just like, I need to, do I need to close the curtains here now? No, I, I, just, I, I like to be aware of my surroundings. You guys Sorry. throw me off. Like, what's happening? Are we being attacked? No, we're fine. <laughs> because you always look out the window. The aliens can... don't come till next month. Okay. All right. June 1st. Um, so I don't know if, if they're trying to do like video games, like like a like a Apple Arcade type of thing, or if they're doing, they're tr- maybe they want to do more interactive things like, like Bandersnatch. Did you guys see that? Yeah. Did you see that? Mm-mm. It's pretty good. It's like a... Oh, I, yeah, like I remember choose, you guys talking about it. It's like a choose your adventure yeah, thing. Yeah. And uh, you choose where the story goes. And it's just like watching a movie, but an interactive kind of way. Well, that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. What do, you, do you think they would do something like that? Or they want to do full-on like games? Because well, How would you do full-on games? So you I don't need know. A, you would need hardware, wouldn't you? Not really. No, no. not if you doing software. Do it on your phone. It could be all mobile stuff. Something that plays on like within yeah. the app itself even. It could be yeah. like a streamed thing. So I don't know. I don't know. I feel the interactive thing makes more sense to me. Yeah. You know, like you turning movies into games essentially. And you're like, choose your own adventure and you're making choices and things like that. Um, but I thought it was interesting that they were trying to get everyone trying to get into game for whatever reason. I mean, obviously for the obvious reason that it's a huge market and they make tons of money, but, but everyone wants to do something with gaming these yeah. days. <laughs> like everyone. <laughs> I mean, would they throw that under that? What was it? That network or Netflix plus. Right, or right. N plus or Remember that whole called? thing? What was N plus? It was called. Yeah. Where yeah. you have like behind the scenes stuff. Maybe they can throw that in. But they were talking about the N plus thing being free. Yeah, I can't imagine anything like this would be free unless it is something that is interactive with movies. Like Bandersnatch was free. Didn't mm-hmm. wasn't anything else to to watch that. Uh, with the exception of where you saw it. Like say if you saw it on like Apple TV, it didn't support it because the Apple TV app itself didn't support the ability to make this choices. Was, yeah. You had to okay. do it in a different kind or whatever. So. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I've always been under the impression that Apple should buy Netflix. Yeah. Interesting. It makes sense. And they're probably waiting for Netflix just to start losing uh-huh. their share of the market and all that stuff. And if they did it, would it be still Netflix or just everything becomes Apple TV Plus? Yeah. That would be the big one, right? Because it's a, it's a, that's a branded thing. The original content would, right? 
Yeah. But it's like, do you, would you keep it under Netflix? Would you get rid of Apple TV plus and then just have Netflix? I don't know. That would be interesting just from a brand. If they did that. Yeah. I don't know. That's a good point. Yeah. Right. I mean, because Netflix is like a state. Netflix is the brand. The it is name. the, in terms of streaming, that is the gold standard for streaming. It's Netflix. Yeah. It's like, it's not, Hey, is it on Apple? Yeah. Apple TV plus. Or I can't imagine it? they give her the name. First question is always, is it on Netflix? Yeah, it's just on Netflix. Right? It's like with Beats. They never got, they, they didn't give her the name Beats. Yeah, they did. And that's, and that would be, that would be dumb if they did. Cause Beats is its own brand and has its own following. So interesting. If they did that, I don't think they would though. No. Personally, I don't see it happening. Cause Apple TV plus doesn't now. have the following that Netflix does. No, no. But I mean, them buying it. I don't, I don't even see that happening. Oh, them buying it. Oh, my. Yeah. Them buying it. Not like, now. Not now. That'd be a few years out at least. Well, I mean, we'll see how. Well, no. Cause I mean, we got all these companies merging and making these bigger libraries and stuff. Sure. Yeah. So it's like, and what studio would they buy then? I don't know. Cause I mean, they do, they do have good content. They're just, I don't know. It seems like they're lacking in certain areas where. Talk about Apple TV plus. Yeah. yeah. Their content's great. Yeah. Their content's great, but maybe it's still a like marketing thing. They don't really market it very much. And it's still free. Yeah. Technically. Yeah. A lot of people are still getting it for free. So it's not like they're really hammering for money. Yeah. That's true too. But I don't know. We'll see where it goes. Last bit of movie news. Uh, the, we got a trailer for Marvel's Eternals. Yes. I don't really want to talk about the trailer because it, it was a super teaser. Oh, yeah. The question is, where the hell have these people been? <laughs> <laughs> right? That's my question. <laughs> this trailer looks great, by the way. It looks yeah. awesome. It looks well, great. I mean, I'm very excited for it. I, I never really read much of the Eternals story. Yeah. But from what I've gathered is that they're, they're, only, here, they're only here to guide humans or Earth or other universes or yeah. human or beings or whatever. So their their job isn't really to step in; it's just to help guide and not sure let things get out of hand. Yeah, but I, I think uh, Thanos snapping away half the universe is is the, is the, is the definition <laughs> of out of hand. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like literally, yeah. like he just killed half of the entire universe. Yeah, but what, isn't Thanos an eternal? He's technically a half. deviant. Okay. So so the so the way the story of the Eternals is that they were created by. Um, what the hell are they called? The Celestials. The Celestials, right, which is technically like what Ego was, um, even like that head, that floating mm-hmm. head called Nowhere. That's the severed head of a Celestial. So apparently, so in the comics, the, the, the Celestials created the Eternals, the Deviants, which are like their opposites of them. They're, they're like creatures, essentially. Mm-hmm. And then humans as well. So it's like kind of like a, you know, which one is, how, how, how does the creation yeah. go on from there or whatever. So the Deviants are essentially the enemies of the Eternals, and Thanos is technically a deviant. He is like a variation of mm-hmm. that same type of creation. So I don't know how that's going to play into this, but yeah, Thanos is a deviant. So he's like the the opposite of them, essentially, uh, which makes a lot of sense too. That's why he's so powerful. Yeah, because he was some a, a, a essentially a species that was created by the Celestials directly. Mm-hmm. So, and I think the the movie is going to be a bit different than this than the source material, but that's basically what it is. So they're kind of like cousins almost. Like there's yeah. like an offshoot of it. So that'll be pretty interesting. But one of them technically breaks off, right? Yeah, I think I can't so. remember his name. I can't remember either. Can't and again, the story name. is going to be different in the movie too. So it's I think we'll see a, a change in yeah. the way the source material is. But um, so the theory is this is from comicbook.com that uh, Captain America is the reason that Eternals haven't intervened in the MCU events and that it was them that helped in creating the super soldier serum and kind of pushing it in that direction of now making superpowered people because mm-hmm. captain america was the the first avenger technically and then it kind of grew from there and that all happened because of them and i'm wondering why though why would they have done that you know because if they've been around for like thousands and thousands of years why now because of the advancement 
of yeah maybe just the, i mean we had nuclear bombs I mean, sure just yeah. advancement of human beings at that time they probably felt in the comics that they, that we needed somebody okay more powerful to at least right thwart that that threat or something so that that's my my whole interest of, of into this movie is you know what their reasonings for because they even say that it's not only the super soldier serum but also the fact that you get captain america's shield because it was them that kind of aided in mining for yeah. uh for vibranium and helping the wakandans mine for it which advanced them a lot mm-hmm. so i don't know what it would an impact the the Eternals play here. I'm sure we'll we'll get some some look into that, but it's really interesting. I think. Yeah, because I don't know the the character's name. That he's like the tech tech guy, uh, the inventor guy. Yeah, yeah, I forgot his name. Like they, there's speculation that he's the one that like helps Tony Stark's father like right. come up with the idea. Uh huh. And it's kind of like that they place themselves throughout history to help guide humans exactly advance right and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it's an interesting story. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm not sure because like in the, in the comics, they're, they're, they actually live on Earth. Yeah. Right. And then it, I think here it looks like the, it, from the trailer, it looks like they're arriving on Earth. Mm-hmm. So that the, again, the, the, the story, the origin story might be totally different here. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. And then the director, I can't remember her name, but she just won. A yeah. She just Oscar. won an Oscar for, for Nomadland. Right. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah. So they, Feige has, from what I've read, is he has high hopes for her in uh-huh. this movie. So. so, yeah. Hope so. I guess even just from, um, from a cinematic standpoint, this is this might be a really good, really well directed type of movie. So we'll see, we'll see how it goes. I'm excited for it. Oh yeah, and it's this year too. Yeah, yeah, we get four movies this year. Yeah, so that's coming out pretty soon. November, I think it's right before Shang Chi. I want to say I forgot what the timeline is, but they're all really close to each other towards the end of this year. Yeah. So good stuff. Anyway, um, overall, what did you think of the trailer? You think it looks pretty good? Oh yeah, trailer was awesome. I agree. The music. Yeah. Looks, um, it just looked great. Yeah, I know one of one of the guys we watch on YouTube he pretty much deciphered a lot of the the lines from the from the song. Uh huh. Which I'm, I wonder how how accurate that stuff is. Yeah. Like, do you think they really? Is it really that precise in the way they choose a song, or do they just? Like, I don't think they. they this song choose, sounds cool. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> well, I think maybe the title, or maybe some of the lyrics of a song. Yeah, maybe a little bit. But and maybe sometimes just because it sounds cool with the trailer, because it does sure. play well with the trailer. Definitely does. Um, but I'm excited for it. We'll, we'll see where that goes. Yeah. Uh, all right. So last bit of uh, movie stuff is uh, Cruella. Let's get into a little. We're going to do a, 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 a spoiler free here, so that you won't get a spoiler warning here. You don't get a little. We don't have a little spoiler free. Do you want song? me to? Do you want me to play it? No. <laughs> just, just in you. case. That's just for you. <laughs> just in case. I, yeah, just I in case you, something out. Just in case you don't want to hear anything at all. <laughs> uh, but we are going to keep it pretty uh, spoiler free here because this movie just came out. A lot of people probably have had a chance to see it. Uh, but I will tell you right now, I recommend that you do because I really enjoyed this movie. How many donuts? Uh, well, we'll do that at the end. Oh, okay. Let's get ahead of ourselves here, okay, pal. Okay, okay. She's Louise. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. All right. I just want to start off by saying with this review is that um, I think this movie, uh, however it came together, like, I don't know, you know, behind the scenes type of stuff, it had to be pretty a difficult task because it's a story about a character that is pretty well known as like a supervillain, right? Like a, a person that's literally trying to skin puppies to make a fucking coat. Like this is, this is the character, right? Like it's a horrendous character and that's not something that they're going to show. They would want to show nor would I want to see yeah. in live action, right? right. Like, it's, so it's not something that Disney would want to portray. So I think it's like quite a balancing act to even try to put this into live action in the first place. Uh, so I think that in itself, you kind of have to, take that into the difficulty of trying to make a movie like this because that is hard to do. This is a horrendous person in terms of 
101 Dalmatians and all that, right? Yeah. So I don't know. I think just in general, it's kind of hard to pull off. Well, I mean, I don't remember from the from the animated movie, but the the focus of the animated movie was more on the dogs escaping and all that, I think. I mean, yeah. there was the villain, but I don't think the villain was a majority of the story. It was more the dogs sure, trying yeah. to find their way home and but, all that. But the fact is that that villain is still there, yeah. and that's what that villain is. Someone yeah. that's trying to skin puppies. Yeah. Horrible. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, Disney, who comes up with this stuff? <laughs> oh, I mean, it's an old story, right? Yeah, it's exactly. Old, so, I mean, yeah. Cause it's, um, okay, so let's get it. So what is it? So it's essentially, it's a reimagined a retelling of, of Cruella DeVille's origin story. What did you think of it? Just I liked it. high level. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Emma Stone did a perfect job. I, I think so this character. Very good. Yeah, Very I, good. I agree. I thought it was really good. Um, so just a high level of what the story's about. So Cruella is the alter ego of the main character. Her name is Estella, which I don't know if that's always been the thing, but I like that. I like that, that origin story mm-hmm. that Cruella DeVille is essentially an alter ego to the main character. And you see that right away. Like that's not a spoiler, by the way. It's like immediately yeah. in like the first five seconds of the movie. That's what you see. Um, so she's a bit of like a child prodigy. She's like really smart Mm -hmm. and she has a hard time like fitting into society because of that. And she grows up an orphan again, I'm not going to get into super details here, but she grows up an orphan. She's really into high fashion. She wants to be a fashion designer and she, uh, it kind of just grows up on the street. And because of that, she has this little, this little gang, these other two uh, characters and they just kind of are like thieves and grifters, which I thought was kind of interesting. Uh, she uses her fashion skills and she makes like costumes for every time they do heists and stuff like that. That part was cool. I really liked that. Yeah. So. yeah a lot of the fashion stuff and the way that they did all the, the costumes. Yeah. And everything was- <laughs> so she's literally using her fashion skills to make like, she's literally like sewing costumes yeah. so they can go and like do all these little heist jobs. And I thought it was pretty cool. It was a cool little montage that they show in the mm-hmm. beginning there. Um, so what did you think of that angle? The- like, like her being like a little thief and a grifter with her two, with yeah. her two I mean, uh, uh, homies. It- it helped you understand her character building. Yeah. Right. What she became to be. I agree. Yeah. Cause it's, it's like, like the Anakin story. Like we, we, kn- we knew who Darth Vader was, but we never knew how he became Darth and Vader. And why he became yeah, Darth Vader. Yeah. And why. Yeah. Right, in exactly. this story, we become, we, we realize why she became Corolla DeVille. Mm-hmm. And like, yep. like the Joker movie. Yeah. 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 It's kind of like that too. There's a lot of parallels to, they, they say it's kind of like just the Disney Joker here, basically, mm-hmm. uh, which isn't too far off, honestly. Um, but yeah, so she ends up working uh, for a fashion icon that she admires, who is the Baroness, who she's played by uh, Emma Thompson, uh, who's Emma Thompson plays the actual like villain of this particular movie. Mm-hmm. And pff, yeah. good job. Like, Very good job. Knocked it out of the park, man. I think that Emma Thompson is like the Cruella DeVille of this particular movie because yeah. she is the villain here. And I think she did a really, really good job. Yeah. Like, and Emma Thompson's character, who is the the Baroness, horrible person. <laughs> Talk about a villain. Like yeah, everything I mean, is implied on what she's done or what she's willing to do, but really good job of playing that. And just like a great villain for this movie, I think. Because like, how do you have a villain for a movie that's about a, a villain? villain? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, that's hard. It's hard to do. It's hard to do, and not you know we're not going to spoil anything. But when you when everything comes to beat, you're like, wow. Yeah, yeah. There's there's some like, plot twists in there that I didn't see coming. Even yeah. in the very beginning, I was like, uh. <laughs> there was a there was a little like gasp moment, like the first like 10, 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yep. I was like, whoa, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Um, but yeah, it, it's it, it's hard to do to put a, a villain in a movie that's already about the origins of a villain. So yeah. well done there, I think. Very good. 
Yeah. So that's what, so anything you didn't like about this movie without going into spoilers. It was a little bit long, but uh-huh. like we talked about before, you really didn't realize it toward to the end. Yeah. The movie but was it, well paced. Yeah. It didn't feel slow. So I don't know what they could have cut off, but I agree that it was too long. It yeah. was a bit long too, like just over two hours. Yeah. But you didn't feel it until you finished watching it. You're yeah. Like, you're just like, whoa. Yeah, that's that's like, that, was, that was like kind of long. <laughs> yeah, it was a long movie. Yeah. You still enjoyed it at the end. Exactly. Because yeah, right? it had a good pace. It wasn't boring at all. Exactly. You're not sitting there like, man, this is taking too long. Yeah, you're like, like looking at your clock or anything like that. There might have been a couple scenes here and there, but for the most part, the movie had a really good pace, pretty quick, pretty quick paced. So which again is like, what could you have cut out? Because it was such a fast paced movie. Yeah. And everything was linked. Meaning yeah. Everything had a, a purpose. So I think if you took anything out, it might have impacted the story. So it, when you see this, if you haven't seen it, you'll see what we're talking about. But I did think that it was a bit long, but also you didn't notice it. Yeah. And then like going on, you're talking about like all the fashion and how they incorporate yeah. even the music. Yeah. Even the music that they, they chose for this film was top notch. Yeah. They had, they, they picked great music but i actually have the music as one of the things that i also didn't like because i feel like they could have been a little bit more disciplined in the way it was edited Mm because i feel like they relied on the music too much almost like suicide squad okay so but the movies the 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 movies the music choices fantastic really good stuff all 70s Mm because it takes place in the 70s and a really good choice of, of the music that they chose but i think in the way they edited it it was a little bit too reliant on the music yeah. Okay. I so, can see that. Yeah. But it, it was still good. It yeah. just, I think they relied on it. They leaned on it too much in terms mm-hmm. of like to make a scene impactful. It was too much of the music, but uh, all in it was pretty good. Uh, as far as what I also liked, uh, the the characters of Horace and, and Jasper, mm-hmm. they're actually really good characters as opposed to just being like dopey henchmen. Right. Like they were parts of like her little family. And yeah, like, I really liked that. Kind of like they were in the animated movies. Yeah. They were very. Just, do- just dopey kind of like yeah falling over like it wasn't like that at all yeah they're like actually the more good character development i like them a lot yeah. so that was pretty cool a lot of the heist scenes were bro yeah kind of funny and yeah. good at the same time they're like wow <laughs> and their dogs these <laughs> the dog, dogs the, these dog actors <laughs> so great there's a little chihuahua what's his name wink winky winky because he's Something, got an eye patch yeah <laughs> <laughs> These dogs are awesome, man. When he's dr- well, when he's dressed up as the rat. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a great. That's, there's a scene where he, they disguise this Chihuahua as a rat, and it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so the shout out to the dog actors is pretty yeah. good. Uh, but that's it on the on the movie. We don't want to uh, go more into it because I I think you guys should go check this movie out. It's pretty good. I enjoyed it. Yes. Yeah, for I sure. As well, I would give it rating time. I would give it four out of five donuts. I. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll second that. Yeah. We'll do four. Yeah. yeah. Four uh, out of five donuts, I think. Because yeah. there was some, again, there was like, again, the, the, the use of the way they, they did the music, it was good and bad. Um, the ending was also, you know, not bad, but again, this you're talking about a villain here and Disney has to do it in a way where you like them, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> but at the same time, you're like, this is a terrible person. So yeah. I don't know. And, th- and it's weird though now that we're kind of like, I don't want to say cheering for the villain, but like feeling... Empathy, empathy for, for the, the villains. villains yeah which is again skin and puppies yeah you know let's not lose sight yeah. of, who, like this Joker, per- of right? who this person is right like we once we see what their backstory is of the villains right. it's like but jo- and joker's an interesting one because that's a, a character that everyone already loves even though the joker is a horrible horrible character in terms of what he's done and what he does in storylines yeah he's a he's literally the epitome of a supervillain. yeah but you're just like I like this person. I like watching this character on screen or, or reading it in, in, in a book or, or mm-hmm. you know, in the pages or whatever it is. So 
it's kind of like, again, it's a balancing act. Yeah. You know, how do you take a person that is, uh, you know, revered as a, as a, as a pretty big villain and you actually care about them and you want to see more of it. Right. Yeah. So, but I think they achieved it. Cause again, I, I enjoyed it. So yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah, I mean, did you kind of like talking about the cutting puppies up? Did you like kind of forget <laughs> about that? Uh, kind of. And then they kind of hint towards it a little bit too in the movie, yeah. but, uh, I don't know. I don't think I forgot about it, but at the, it didn't take away from like enjoying the, the character yeah. itself. Um, another thing too, is not very family oriented here. I feel like it was more adult. It was PG 13. There's some dark stuff in there. Um, I don't know. What, what did you think, Danny, in terms of a family thing? Like you yeah. watched it with your kids, right? They enjoyed it. Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't really find anything like as an, as a parent, you're like, Oh, this is too much for no. my kids. Not okay. That's all. good. But your, I mean, your daughters are old, a little older. Would yeah. if they were younger, what would you what would you think? Like maybe in their well, they they were younger when they saw um, what's it called the one with the uh, jeez, forgot her name. Um, the live action? No, when they were younger, they got they saw the one with. Um, are you talking about Hundred and One Dalmatians? No, the <laughs> the the other one. Oh my god, I forgot her. She's also a villain. It'll come to you. Maleficent. Is it Disney? Huh? Oh, Maleficent. Maleficent. Yeah. Oh, there you go. I mean, they were little when they saw that, and that was also. Was that one more? I've never seen that, so I don't know what those are like. Yeah, it's kind of scary. Yeah, okay. Because that were, one has more of a, of a horror kind of yeah. theme to it. Yeah, and they were much younger when I saw that. They were fine. Okay, interesting. All right, so that's good. Then. And they're obviously older now because Maleficent, the first one was like 2010 or something like that. And then the second one was like 2015, well, 2016. Well, my, well, it was the second one. It wasn't the first one. Oh, so, okay, got it. Yeah, because okay. they were still too little. I mean, yeah, yeah. One wasn't even born yet when the when the first one came yeah. out because i think it was 2010 2011 when the first maleficent i think mm-hmm. i have to double check well myself. they saw them both already yeah when they were younger but not when they first came out got it okay all right okay so that's so that's good then right because that was kind of one thing too that i saw i was like this is you know it's got it's got some dark themes to it mm-hmm. and oh there you go so the first one was 2014 the second one was recently like 2019 or something like that right mm-hmm. so yeah okay. i didn't even know there was two there yeah was there's, there's, the sequel came out recently okay all yeah, right it's, um, yeah, I was fine with them watching it. They were okay, there. good, good. That's good to know because again, when I saw it, I was like, I wasn't expecting the uh, the darkness of it. It was a little bit more than I thought it would be, considering that it's a Disney property and it's you know, it's, even though it is about a villain, it's still a Disney IP and they're mm-hmm. gonna Disney Disneyfy it. But they really didn't. Oh. It was pretty good, I think, in terms of having adult themes in there. So I mean, if yeah. you think about it, too, a lot of the adults watching it watched. Probably the as animated a, as a movie kid, yeah. and then probably the even the live action. Yeah, even the point. even the, the Glenn Close ones from the nineties. Which by the way, Glenn Close producer on this, pretty yeah. cool. <laughs> which is cool because you think of live action Cruella Deville, you're gonna think of Glenn Close. Yeah. Um and she actually was a producer on this movie, so and there is a mid credit scenes too. Yeah, you yeah. So it. stick around if you're gonna watch it. There's a small scene um in right in the mid credits that's uh, you know, kind of place of the history. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But um, all in, I enjoyed it. Go go check it out. Yep. Either in the theaters. I would recommend the theaters because it looks good. It's a good looking movie. Yeah, especially with the soundtrack too. Yeah, so you I might want to play well. that in good sound and all that stuff. So pretty sweet. Uh, let's move into our weekly recommendations. Mmm, go nuts. What you got this week? Um, what did I watch? I watched, obviously, Corolla. I watched um, Army of the Dead. Uh-huh, okay. Uh, and then I went, went back and watched uh, Terminator Dark Fate because I never watched it. Which one was that dark face? Oh, that's the most recent one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't know. What'd you think? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I'm just disappointed in the Terminator uh-huh. franchise. Yeah, I kind of agree with you a little bit. I like. I like the one with um, what's her face from uh, Game of Thrones? Amelia Clark. That was. Isn't that like where it was just like timeline changing after timeline? Damn, I forgot what that. Which one that was? Yeah, I didn't like that one though. Yeah. Whatever it was, I didn't like it. Yeah. So At I all. I don't know. And then I did a lot of um 
music listening to after your little talk about headphones and that like i compared all my oh really my airpod <laughs> pros my the sony's that i have yeah the yeah. And yeah you can tell a difference and stuff like that so uh-huh. it's pretty interesting what sony's do you have the uh, mac the w whatever they are the threes oh the the wireless ones yeah, yeah okay got it yeah, yeah. W- what are your favorites the sony's the sony's yeah it's not good i could draw out the background noise. <laughs> oh because of the because of the noise canceling yeah yeah i got you yeah so now i'm trying to figure out how to go back and redo all my playlists and stuff like that uh-huh. which is pain in the ass so good times yeah so thank you though because I was, yeah i was i had fun yeah yeah and there. sorry if uh, if you uh if you see our our episode from last week went up really late and that was because of apple was doing some kind of updates to their system i called tim up and I'm like, hey yeah you call yeah get this shit going we had to call tim like listen dude get your head out of your ass <laughs> it's not it's not amateur hour over here yeah you want to be in court <laughs> you want to go to court again you don't want to know this problem <laughs> But uh, our episode from last week did go up late on Apple Podcast specifically because uh, they were doing some kind of weird updates and, and they ended up not doing them anyway because it was like the whole subscription yeah. thing. So sorry about that, but it's Apple's fault, not ours. Yeah. And then the <laughs> Apple court, the, the Apple case did go to the judge last week. So For Epic? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. And they're not expecting her to rule until like May Okay. So it's going to be a while. Yeah. What about you, Danny? What you got this week? Um, Just Cruella. Mosquito Coast. Yeah, so what? Yep. So I'm, I've only seen two episodes of that. I got to get more on that. It's but really good. Yeah. Really, really good. And um, I did not watch the Bad Batch yet. I'll be watching that tonight. Oh, sweet. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah this, la- about that this last episode was pretty good, too. So, I mean, yeah. they've been pretty. And I think it's only 10 episodes, by the way. Was it? For Bad Batch. Oh, okay. Because I, I was watching a, a recap video on it and someone, they had mentioned that they're halfway through because this was the fifth episode. Okay. Mm. So I think we're only getting 10. We're so, watching that. Uh, it was pretty good. You'll enjoy it um so for me i also watched army of the dead uh pretty good also too long of a movie in my opinion um but it was fun that was a good that was a that was an entertaining movie i Mm think i would say it's like zombie land meets oceans 11 yeah and uh i i really enjoyed it but it was too long i think pretty gruesome yeah i mean yeah (laughs) it's a zombie movie (laughs) yeah i mean yeah you don't want to watch it with young 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 no 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 it's definitely uh pretty uh it's just like again it's kind of like the way zombie land is where it's really gruesome but almost in a comedic way yeah it's not meant to be taken seriously i don't think i didn't think it was anyway i think it was leaning more towards on the over over violence kind of like a kill bill type of thing Mm -hmm. where it's like so violent that you don't take it seriously right so i feel like it was kind of like that okay not to spoil anything do you think there's a sequel in the works probably i think Zack snyder put a lot of little easter eggs in there yeah. that could lead to more of the story so maybe uh i finished up resident evil like i said resident evil village so i'm done with that pretty good game i'm hoping they'll do some dlc type stuff down the road because mm. um i think there's more that you can play with that game it was a lot of fun and i started playing mass effect which is an old game that's from like the first mass effect came out in 2007 and then the second and third ones later on. So they're older games. They were re-released. They have the mass effect legendary edition, which is all three games together. Um, and I've never played them and they're mm-hmm. awesome. They're really, it's a really good story. They're, they're really good games. It's all sci-fi stuff. And uh, so I just started playing that. I have a long road ahead of me cause it's three games and they're all pretty in depth. Um, so that's been great so far, but uh, that's it for me. Oh, obviously I, like I said, bad batch and all that as yeah. well too, but yeah. Cool. Yeah, I think that's it. That's the show. What else you guys got? Um, so we were talking about blockbuster movies coming out this summer. Yeah. Uh, so before Black Widow F nine comes. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that one. Yeah, that's a week. What's the date on that? June uh, June twenty fifth. Okay. All right. That's another movie I would want to see in the theater because that's one you want to enjoy. 
like on the big screen. Yeah. It's, they're just so ridiculous. That's Fast and Furious, by the way. Those, those movies are so ridiculous. They're, <laughs> they're kind of meant to be seen as like a spectacle. Big yeah. screen, big sound, all that stuff. So <laughs> they're fun, though. Uh, and they usually do pretty good. So we'll see. I think that'll be the first big test of the year in terms of a box office blockbuster type of movie. Because those movies make money. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's like why they they break a them. billion every time. Yeah. And I think it's they're really big in the international yeah. scene. Like they love that. Like like China uh, uh, impacts that box office number a lot. Mm-hmm. They love some F, some Fast and Furious over there. So yeah. it's pretty good. Uh, we'll see how it does. Uh, but I think that's it. What else we got coming up this week? Anything on the horizon? Nothing I can mm, think of. No. Nothing I can think of either. There's always something. Something, yeah. Yeah. Something maybe maybe we'll tone down the crypto a little bit for you. <laughs> I'm just glad it was a slow week. We take a little break. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, it's uh, we'll see what comes up this week. That's all for us this week, though. Thanks for tuning in as always. And uh, have a great Monday. Have a great rest of the week. And uh, if you're having uh, any kind of um, uh, holiday festivities, you know, obviously, of course, uh, keep in mind what this holiday is all about with Memorial Day, you know, and thanking your servicemen and women. So thank you to all of you listeners that are um in service the service members. we, we yes. appreciate you yes. thank you thank so you. much thank you thank for, you for everything you do uh but that's it for us this week and have a great rest of this week and we'll talk to you soon wow i can't believe you stayed till the end you must be really bored have a great day meatbag